Hey, welcome to House of Hail podcast. My name's Charlie Prue, and this will be the first episode or trial episode, I guess. We'll see. This will be a podcast about everything Michigan, mostly football, but I'll get brought on some on some other sports and in the university and downtown from time to time. So that'll it, it'll be fun. A um, little bit about me. I was born in 1975, so you can do the math on that one. I won't give it up. 25 years young. So, um, so most of my memories of Michigan, you know, growing up as a kid, are from the 80s. Um, really like because that was you know it's elementary school it's msu versus u of m it's that's everything then and uh you know my entire family are michigan fans besides now i have some in-laws that are michigan state fans but um we won't talk about them at this time um I grew up watching like Anthony Carter, Jim Harbaugh. You'll you'll find out. I'm a huge Jim Harbaugh fan, especially as a player. Um, John Colazar, remember him? John Colazar, 77 yard touch or a uh, pass from Harbaugh. That was great. Um, Jamie Morris. By the way, on John Colazar, if anybody knows where I can get him to sign a jersey for me let me know that's a good one to have that's yeah so um you know most important i like about the the 80s era like that um is just the air around the program with Bo. it was just like um like work was being done like true work was being done you know um, I just love that feeling back then, and and it it went away for a long time. And and don't get me wrong, in ninety in the nineties, especially ninety seven, work got done. I mean, that goes without saying, work got done. But uh, so then in uh, two thousand, I got married, and uh, funny story about that, I negotiated the year 2000 so no matter what year it was when somebody said how long have you been married all i had to do is know what year it was so 2020 how long you been married 20 years awesome (laughs) um and believe it or not she was not she's not even a really wasn't even a football fan so but She's been indoctrinated into it all now, so she's definitely a Wolverine now. Um, We raised a little Wolverine. He's 16 now. Um, And we make trips to the campus fairly regularly. Um, We we try to go a few times a year. Um, We'll try to go to games. We'll tailgate. Uh, It's... One thing you'll find out, it's really expensive to tailgate and and to go to games in general. It's not just the ticket, it's everything else too. Um and our trips to uh 
the campus and stuff, they are, I'm getting convinced it's a trip to the M Den and then lunch downtown somewhere. And we happen to stroll through campus. But for those of you that don't know, M Den's like the official merchandise store of the University of Michigan. Um, <laughs> and uh, they charge for it too. Um, we just love going there. It's it's so fun as a family to go there. Um, I would like to say I I never thought I'd be doing a podcast. Um, it's I'm not really a good speaker. I don't think some people. I don't know, but uh, I really want to give a shout out to um, Adam Brewer from Michigan Maniacs podcast. If you guys haven't heard him, listen to him. He's awesome. He's very funny. He tells it like it is, whether you like it or not. Like, and I love that. And, and I think we're going to be similar type podcasts. Um, he's, you know, he's the grandfather of it. So I'm not in competition with him at all. He's awesome. Um, give him a listen. Michigan Maniacs Podcast. Um, he's another crazy big Michigan fan. Um, Adam did a commercial on his podcast about uh, the Anchor app. And he said, if I can do it, anyone can do it. So I'm anyone. So listen to Adam's podcast, but also listen to House of Hail. <laughs> Uh, so this podcast, I really want to get into like recruiting and especially now with COVID-19 out, what else is there? There's hopefully there's going to be a season. Um, I know they just announced, a, a conference schedules. Um, that's great. I'm just happy that, uh, they're playing that they plan on playing as of right now, which that could change at the drop of a hat um fans or no fans uh you know what i was thinking though if they're playing conference schedules right what about notre dame so they're done they're done they cannot play i believe their basketball team they they're with the acc but their football team they snubbed every conference because they're snobby they're snobbier than we are and so they're they're done they're not in a conference. They should not get to play. That's my opinion on that. Um, screw them. Uh, <laughs> but listen, the pr- the problem with uh, uh, all conference schedule there there's some pros and cons. So here's the problem: is unless you get like Purdue or Rutgers or Maryland, you know, unless you get those guys to beat up on early. So you can make your fine-tuning and your adjustments and work things out. Uh, every game has to be per- to perfection because it's all conference. <laughs> so you got to win. With no spring ball, they need adjustments need to be made fast. Um, so this podcast will mostly be a PG type of uh, podcast. It could get R. It could. I mean, catch me after a bad loss. Catch me after any loss. I mean, I probably won't do an immediate reaction because 
wow, that would be not good. I need to calm down a little bit. Um, maybe I should try it one time though. See what you guys think. But, um, I know I'd have to go somewhere else to do it because my wife would be like, get out of the house while you do that because you're yelling. So we'll see. But uh, I have lots of opinions. And if you guys want to send me questions or any nice comments, no, you can send me bad comments. I'd, you know, let's do it. <laughs> I have an Instagram. It's House of Hail. Or I have a Facebook page also, House of Hail. So, listen, obviously I love Michigan, so for now I'll give you a little feedback on a few teams in the Big Ten and my feelings on them. I'll just pick a few for now, but no team will escape my wrath. We'll go through them. Eventually we'll get through them, but being the intro, I'm just trying this out. Let's see how it goes, guys. So I have them listed one to four, but really they should be four. Four to one. So I'm going to reverse the numbers here. So at number four, I have Indiana. Now, you guys might be thinking we beat Indiana all the time. You're right. We do. But aren't you guys scared every time we play them? Like, Indiana's a scary team against Michigan. They put up, they know how to put up points. And they play us to how we play, or we play them to how they play, however you want to say it. It happens. Um, they always make it hard. Um, Michael Scott. <laughs> I mean, last year, okay, we handed them their ass last year. We did. It was like, what, 40 to 21, I, I, something like that. We won that easily. Um, let's go 2018 at halftime. It was Indiana 17, Michigan 15. 15. We won 31-20. Michigan ended up winning it 2018, which, which normally we do win it. So I give, you know, we have that going for us. So, but listen, 2017 took us to overtime, 27-20 Michigan. But that's not the important, check out this stat from that. Indiana scored 10 points in the fourth quarter to friggin' tie it. Like we had them. And they scored 10 points in the fourth quarter to tie it. But we pulled it out in OT. No harm, no foul. 2016. Now, that's arguably, I mean, one of Harbaugh's best years. I guess you could say 18, but I really like that 16 class. Um, I think that's a better year. Um, halftime, 7-3 Indiana leading. Final, 20-10 Michigan. I mean, I'm so glad Michigan, you know, we usually pull it out in the end. But yikes, they play us tough, you know. 2015, 48-41 and double overtime. We won. Okay. Enough of these lovable losers. So number three, Minnesota. This one's going to be quick. P.J. Fleck. I think he's a little over his head. I think... He's lucky to have that soft schedule to make him look good in his first couple years there. Um, I think once he plays some real teams, we'll see. You know, I, I don't see it. But um, I look forward to playing him. <laughs> I really do. I think there's going to be exposure for him. Uh, 3A, I couldn't, 
I didn't want to do five, really. You know what? No, I won't do that. Let's just skip that. Number two, little brother, yes, sister school, Michigan State, look, you know, they let their best coach go, possibly ever. <laughs> I mean, D'Antonio, he's the sour puss face assassin. He was an awesome coach. I mean, say what you want about him. They should have kept him. I mean, look, Harbaugh came in and changed the dynamic of the Big Ten, especially in Michigan. He changed recruiting, and things weren't going their way. Um, they just couldn't really adjust. Um, I, I don't get it. I, I don't think they should have let him go. There has to be something else going behind the scenes there. I'm sure we'll all find out. Um as you'll find out, I really hate MSU. I hate them. Um, it's it's more infuriating to lose to MSU because they're in state. Uh, somebody on the outside might look at it and be like, "Oh, Ohio State, yeah, that would." They really hate losing to Ohio State, which we do. But it's more infuriating to lose to an in-state rival. Simply because you have to live with that person working, living, breathing next to you, taunting you for the next 365 days. It sucks. It's a living hell. Uh, I mean, my earliest school memories include chance. We would stand outside like coming in from recess. <laughs> and one, one line would be Michigan, one line would be state. And we'd be MSU, U of M, MSU, U of M. I mean, it was awesome. It was, oh, man, it was awesome. And real quick, that shit they pulled with Bush when he was on Spartan Field. Um, and, you know, the team, the Spartans, decided to hold hands and peacock across the field. And... They called that, some people are calling that a photo op that Michigan set up. Um, the Spartans made that a photo op by holding hands and prancing across a field. Um, they didn't need to do that. It wasn't their time, whatever. That's old. But just my thought on that. Um, ten years, guys. Ten years of having to eat crap from my state friends i hated it i mean they had our number for 10 years i lost money on top of it who didn't who didn't i that set us back so far but all that's over now and listen don't get me started on rich rod and hoke more rich rod but that might be another episode we'll see and, and okay next by the, before I end state, okay, who's their head coach now? Mel Tucker. Oh, yeah, Colorado's savior. Oh, wait, he jumped ship so quick to go to MSU. His This will be his last big job. I mean, if he doesn't make it there in, I'll say, two years by the third year, he's out. They'll be calling for his head. So, But good luck to him. I mean, good luck. He, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see.
And number one, the assholes from Ohio. Yes. Mm. Let me say. First, the spot. You know what I'm talking about with JT when he ran straight into his own player's ass and fell backwards, thus making him short of the first down. But no, the refs didn't see it that way. The rest of America saw it that way, but the refs didn't. That is the weirdest thing. But Rob, that that play right there, I just got to say, we made mistakes after that. But that play right there robbed us of momentum. And if you don't think momentum is a real thing, it is. It is. And that took it all from us. It, like, took the breath out of the team. You could just feel it like it was over. I mean, that was defeating. That was really defeating. It was just a bad call, but... Why do we always find ourselves in that situation? We're always a bad call team. I don't get it. 2011's the last time we beat them. That's another decade ago. I mean, I, like I talk about the 80s. You know, 83, we won. 85, we won. Harbaugh, 85, 86. We won. Under him, 85. That's when he threw that 77-yard pass to uh, John Kozar. That was amazing. That was mm, 88, 89. We won. And that's five. And what's the other one? Is either 80 or 81. I think it was 80. I think Anthony Carter... I think it was like 9-3 to three or something. Anthony Carter got the only touchdown in the game, I believe. It's one of those years. I can't remember. But uh, maybe a little research for the next show would be helpful, Charlie. Thanks. So, you know, what's the problem then? You know, it's – frankly, I'd say it's been Michigan. You know, Ohio committed to a culture of meatheads. And Michigan was honestly set back a decade by by really coach Rich Rodriguez, which is a good coach for West Virginia. He should have never left, and I'm sure he probably would say that also. He probably, <laughs> I, I'll bet you within a, within a year of coming to Michigan, maybe even a, a month, after dealing with uh, boosters and alumni, that uh, he realized, like, whoa, I had it awesome <laughs> over there. I should have stayed. But uh, yikes. I, you know, and then we hear his coaching style, which which we hear is, uh, like, tyrant-esque. And look, I'm all about hard-nosed coaching. Like, I'm sure Bo, you know, was very hard-nosed. Uh, this guy sounds like an asshole, though. Like, he, Bo, he might have been hard-nosed, but his players loved him. They loved him, and he treated them like men. And they loved that. And But, you know, more than that, his recruiting, Rich Rod's recruiting. You can't recruit small speed guys for Big Ten play. 
I mean, you'll be smoked every time, especially by the fourth quarter. You know what I'm saying? Those guys, you're not going to push a 300-pound lineman around for four quarters. If you're a small speed guy, not going to work. You're going down in the fourth at least. So, you know, not every player was a bust, though. I mean, for Rich. But um, the lines, it was just the lines on both sides of the ball. They just got smaller under him. I mean, he just wanted more speed. He thought speed would be the answer for these Big Ten, you know, buffs that are out there and uh it's not you have to play big 10 and i mean denard he was awesome he's the reason rich rod had any wins but i mean why for some reason i feel like denard is not really celebrated that much you know this guy he had a lot of accomplishments uh that he made as a wolverine and sometimes I feel he gets lost in that area, in that era. Like it's uh it's really weird. I he's not he just doesn't seem as celebrated to me. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But listen, then comes Hoke, right? You got Brady Hoke. I I mean, I remember being at home from work. I I can't remember why I stayed home. I think I was so excited about a new head coach. I honestly called into work and I stayed home to watch a press conference and you know I wasn't a big fan of him but um he said all the right things you know like oh, that, that team down south and, or, or it just he he just said all the old cliche things and it was this is Michigan and you know it, it was nice to hear somebody know what they were talking about tradition wise so I mean, and let's face it, after his first season, like most of us, I I ate it up. I was like, oh, wow, hell yeah. You know, this is awesome. We're back. And look how fast we're back after that horrible experiment with Rich Rod. I mean, wow, this is great. And then downhill spiral started. Like, I mean... I do believe Brady knew the type of players it took to win in the Big Ten. I mean, it's pretty obvious to me that he did. Um, I just don't believe he could develop the players fully to where they needed to be. I think he saw the potential, but I don't think he could develop the players uh, the way they needed to be, Um, you know, and with a losing record and Dave Brandon, you know, his demise, (laughs) which that we could probably have so many podcasts just on Dave Brandon, like that guy, um, you know, the Shane Morris thing, that was the last straw for hope. See ya. Like that was it. Like really Shane Morris probably should have laid down. I mean, you got to know yourself too, bro. Lay down. Like, you're hurt. <laughs> we know you're hurt because you're stumbling around. You didn't just slip. You had to grab a lineman to hold you up. You know? So, adios to Hoke. In comes Harbaugh. Trips right off the press conference, which was awesome. Handled it great, right? 
<laughs> uh, but anyway, here comes Harbaugh. Now, I am a huge Harbaugh fan, like I said in the beginning. But I'll call him out on things. You know, let's let's. Go, I'll call him out on something right now. I'll fully admit it. I said it from the very first. Uh, he's a horrible interview. Remember Colin Cowherd when he interviewed him, and they called it a stinker. Like <laughs> it was a stinker, and it was probably Harbaugh's fault. I mean, I love the guy, but <laughs> he's not. He doesn't. Harbaugh wants to coach. That's. You know, he doesn't want to do interviews. He doesn't. Um, and he's not a good interviewer. I mean, I don't personally understand why his press conferences are so long. Like, what do they get out of it? They don't get anything out of it, you know. Um, he answers them the same way every time. And Harbaugh's really a master at controlling the time. Watch his interviews. I'm sure you've all noticed. Um, he'll be asked a question. And he'll go on four or five times longer than it took to ask the question. Like, and he'll keep answering it in different ways, but he could have been done like, you know, five, six sentences ago with it and answered it adequately. <laughs> but, you know, I guess that gives him less time to take more questions. I, maybe it's a good strategy for him because he knows he's a horrible interview, but love the guy. He's our coach. Come on, Harbs. Yes. Uh, just let the man coach. Ah, just leave him alone. Let him coach. No interviews. If I was AD, I'd be like, no interviews for Harbaugh. He'll do. He'll do like prepared interviews. That's it. No off the cuff stuff. <laughs> but but listen, hey hey hey, it's year six. Time for results, right? He took a pay cut. Good for him. He deserved to, which every college coach deserved to, but here he goes leading by example, right? You know, in a year of COVID, this may be difficult for results. Like, and, and if they're good results, are they real? Because you're really not putting yourself up against, you know, the country, you're competing in the Big Ten, which is freaking awesome. Love smash mouth Big Ten football. It's the best in the world. Um, but really, are, are they real results? Then? I don't know. I mean, so so let me say, um, so champions and, you know, Big Ten champ, SEC champ, whatever. Do they have asterisks in the book? Like, shortened season in conference schedule that year i don't know i don't know but uh i mean i just feel the teams are really gonna have to prove themselves even more to be recognized this year you know they're i believe they're gonna have to have blowouts to be you know, they're going to have to be impressive wins to be recognized. I don't think squeakers are going to get teams through. I think you're going to have a lot of good teams, um, especially playing in conference only. I mean, those are strong teams in every conference to play, play your own conference every dang team. I mean, we can't beat up on anybody. <laughs> the You know, the first games, maybe second game, that's like – 
a good like, hey, okay, we need to make an adjustment here. Or, hey, we got burned on that play. Let's fix that. Or, yep. But, uh, by the way, I just got to say, Mohurst, hmm, we miss you. Damn, we miss you. But that's a that's something else. But, um, you know, um, Harbaugh's extension talk, heard about that. Um, they postponed it because of the COVID. You like that idea of him getting an extension already? What would that look like? I mean, obviously more, right? But I know a lot of people will be like, what are we paying him more for? For what? Uh, I mean, eight and five? I mean, are you happy getting 10 wins a season? I mean, I love getting 10 wins a season. Don't get me wrong. Because I remember Rich Rod. I remember the end of Hoke. Mm, you know. I don't know. Uh, I do like the extension talk. I think Harbaugh's our guy. And a lot of people might say I'm rah-rah Harbaugh. And, okay, I could agree with you a little bit. But listen, Michigan needs continuity, man. They, we, we've had no stability at head coach. I mean, it just, we need... We need a stable general like like Bo was like recruits people parents knew that's gonna be the coach that will be the coach when my kid gets there or when I get there I mean you got to know who your coach is gonna be if you're flip flopping coaches and like it, you know if they thought Harbaugh was gonna leave right you know at the end of his contract it'd be really tough for him to recruit right now right. So, you know, but, you know, I do have to say that I do believe, like, the air or the swag, you know, around um, just through, like, Ann Arbor or campus area, it it is shifted. It, it has. It has. Like, my son growing up, I see it through his eyes now, and I think he's seeing it how I saw it in the 80s. Like, we're not as dominant as we were, but the air, you know, it's just a swag that's back, and it's really nice to see and really nice to share with my family as an adult, and, you know, it's it's just a pride in the winning culture and... We're just not quite fully there yet. We we're so close though. We will be there. We're so close. It's like one one step away, maybe. But uh, I know we can do it. I know we can. But uh, listen, this has been a lot of fun. I I'm. I probably need to get a microphone. I don't know if this audio sounds like crap. Let me know. But uh, Adam went through that at Michigan Maniacs Podcast, and he got a new mic. And Adam, good job on the new mic, dude. Sounds great. Um, But as far as uh, House of Hail, 
that'll do it for this episode i hope to have more like this has been pretty cool um i hope you guys all like this send me questions on instagram or facebook it's on both of them it's a uh, house of hail just house of hail um and hey uh if i get followers i'll get some swag made up uh i'd like to do a podcast every week about 30 minutes or so like but um listen i want to th- before i go one one more quick thanks to, to adam brewer michigan maniac podcast for i mean well adam no i'm just kidding for uh, kind of giving me the courage to even try this thing dude like yeah it's pretty fun dude a lot of prep work dude like i guess i didn't realize that and and i know like the more this has been more of a general episode but the more i get into it i can just see it dude it's (laughs) yeah it's gonna be a lot but i think it's gonna be great like i think i'm gonna have a good podcast just need some uh, listeners so um thank you thank you guys for listening and uh have a great day thanks for listening to the house of hail where those who stay will be champions go blue